Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Each week, we will bring you focused, impactful content sharing one big idea combined with our experience and understanding to help you take action and achieve the results you desire. We rotate content around our foundational principles to help you experience a more abundant life, desiring more, growing in Christ, managing your mind, and owning your health. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome to You Were Created For More. Before we get started today, a quick reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast app. So they're super easy to listen to and keep up on, even on the go. Let's dive into today's episode, episode number 22. The Bible is clear that God wants us to grow in Him, grow in Christ. But what does that mean for growing in other areas of our lives? Understand this, the world's message of growth isn't aligned with God's growth message. The world focuses on temporary happiness achievements, accolades, and material success. The world focuses on growing now so you can live a life of leisure and comfort later. There's many forms of worldly growth and success that God's just not that interested in. Growing our list of accomplishments to prove our worthiness to ourselves or others. Growing our influence so we can exert more control over others. Growing our bank accounts so we can buy more material things and believe that we are self-reliant. None of these are particularly pleasing to God, but don't let that lull you into thinking that God wants us to play small in life and that he doesn't want to see us grow into being the best that we can be. Growing in Christ obviously means growing our relationship with him through reading his word, prayer, worship service, and fellowship with other Christians. But growing in Christ is also aligned with our personal growth as well. Such as growing and managing your mind. Learning to take care of your body. Discovering and stepping into a purpose that lights you up. Growing your relationships with family, friends, and beyond. Growing your impact so you can touch, inspire, and help others. We strongly believe God wants us to grow. He put that innate desire to grow deep inside of us. It's his desire that we grow all the gifts he provided us so we can become mature in our faith and use our gifts to serve others and help him grow his kingdom. What are those gifts? Everything we have. Time, health, money, skills and abilities, even our past and our stories are gifts from God. And we're caretakers of our gifts, not owners. It's a caretaker's responsibility to make the best use of what is given them. It's our responsibility to make the best use of what God has given us. When we ignore, squander, or abuse those gifts, we are not serving or being faithful to God. We are called to love and serve God, and we are called to love and serve others. Our capacity to love and serve is greatly increased when we grow ourselves. So here's our one thing for today. Everything we have, time, health, money, abilities, are gifts from God. God doesn't want our 50%. God wants the best from us. Continuously growing his gifts is how we can show up as our best selves for him. So let's dive into one of the best examples of this message that we can find in the Bible. It's the parable of talents in Matthew. 
In this parable, the master divided his money among his servants according to their abilities and asked them to watch over the money while he was gone. The first two servants went to work and both doubled what they were given. Even though they gained different amounts, they were both identically praised and rewarded by their master upon his return. He promised to put them in charge of many things and share his happiness with them. The last servant, he only thought about himself and how he could protect himself from his master's potential wrath. So he simply dug a hole and buried his money in the ground. When his master returned, he only had what he was originally given to him to return back to his master. This servant was punished for being wicked and lazy. His money was taken from him and given to others, given to the others, and he was thrown out of the master's kingdom. There's so many amazing lessons within this one parable. Let's quickly walk through the ones that really stood out to us. So first, no one receives more or less than they can handle. So we can't use overwhelm as an excuse for failure. Failure can only come from lack of intention, laziness, or a lack of love and respect for God. Number two, it's not about how much we have or how much we produce. It's about how well we use what we have. And number three, self-centeredness, playing it safe, only thinking about yourself, letting fear dictate what you do. All those things are attributes shown by the last servant. And those attributes did not serve him well. Number four, we must not make excuses to avoid doing what God calls us to do. And number five, God rewards faithfulness. God rewards those who diligently serve him with the talents he has given to them. Now, here's the thing. Many Christians use humility or contentment as an excuse to play small in life. But we believe those are separate and distinct from growing God's many gifts. No matter how much growth you experience in life, you can always still choose humility by putting God first, by thinking of and serving others. And contentment is having a sense of peace, no matter where you are in life, even through your struggles, and no matter what gifts God has or hasn't given to you. Contentment does not come from simply sitting on the couch and being happy about doing nothing. So here's what you can do. First of all, lean into God. Ask him in prayer and search your heart for how he wants you to best serve him, for areas he wants you to grow and improve, uh, for his purpose in your life. And secondly, live with a growth mindset, a mindset focused on continuously growing your gifts and who you are. Doing that might lead to growth that comes in all shapes and sizes, in unexpected places such as Unlearning some old ways of thinking or behaving. Becoming more effective in the things you are already doing. Uncovering an ungodly character trait in, in you that God wants to transform. Raising your sights beyond yourself to see and help others in need. Pushing you to become someone capable of much greater responsibility. Improving your health so you can increase the positive influence and impact you have on others. Taking your relationship to new level of love and connectivity. Discovering God's purpose for your life and fully stepping into that. If you don't, if you don't know or think you have a growth mindset, that's not a viable excuse either. It's not something we were either born with or without. We can all learn how to have and to maintain one.
So another thing you can do is you can focus on the dreams and desires that God fills you with. Search deep inside for what feels true and right for you. What aligns with your values, your interests, your passions? What moves you? If you try to live a life focused on what you think someone else wants you to do so they'll approve of you, such as your parents, your spouse, your friends, you're not going to have the authentic energy you need to drive you, and you'll soon be exhausted. When you tap into what's true for you and where you're meant to go, doing this doesn't mean it'll be easy, but what that's where you'll find the energy to be more strong, courageous, and resilient than you've ever been before. And lastly, take action. Don't just sit around waiting for a clear and obvious sign from God. You might be waiting your entire life. Yeah, learn from the Apostle Paul. You know, he got super motivated and busy making plans and growing the early Christian church, but yet he was always open to new signs from God when he needed to go a different direction or when God was blocking him from doing something that he wanted to do. Growing leads to more growth. Inaction leads to more inaction. When you're growing in God grow, and growing his other gifts, you're more likely to hear the different ways he will communicate with you, discover or keep you on his intended path for you. So here's what growing with God has looked like for us. Um, it's just been an absolutely amazing journey of how we got to this point of where we are today. At one point, we stopped growing in life and we felt really stuck, clueless and helpless on how we could create a different life for ourselves. You know, God then, he really reconnected us you know, first with him, but then he also reconnected us to a path back to where we were growing ourselves again. And that's the thing. We have grown more in more areas in the, these last five years than any time in our adult life. Yeah. The fact we're here today, creating something to serve and help others with God in the middle of it, it's just simply amazing based on our past and where we were even just a few years ago. Yeah, there have been many struggles, but we are filled with a desire, the strength, and the courage to continue to persevere, to keep growing and learning through those oh-so-many failures. Yeah, I mean, even when we feel like we've kind of found our path, the struggles are still very real, for sure. All right, guys, so here's our one thing today. Everything we have, time, health, money, abilities, they're gifts from God. God wants us to grow the gifts he has given us so we can serve him better. When we ignore, squander, or abuse those gifts, we're not serving or being faithful to God. So next week, we hope that you're going to join us again as we bring to you a brand new topic. We love and appreciate all of you. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it and found something of value you can take with you. If you would be so kind to leave us a review, we'd greatly appreciate it. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss out on any future episodes. Mm-hmm.